0: If you are learning macronutrients or trying to get into macronutrients, I can tell you guys that was one of the biggest things that was so frustrating to me was that I was over or under all of the time every single day at the end of the day because I was tracking as I was going during the day. So make sure that you plan ahead. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the Macro Hour with Nikki Stott, co-founder of Warrior Babe. And on this podcast, we talk about mindset, methodologies, and tactics that will help you lose body fat, build muscle, be strong, and feel insanely confident. I am your host, Nikki Stott, and welcome you guys to episode number 55. Today, I'm going to share with you guys six things that I wish I knew when I first started counting macros. So I'm going to go back to like, I think it was like 2017, 2018. It was like in between the years of me bodybuilding and wanting to just obviously learn how to do this in a sustainable way, because I don't know if I ever shared this with you guys or like mentioned this, but like macros isn't what got me results. Like counting macros isn't what got me results understanding macros is what gave me and 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 counting macros is what gave me sustainability and longevity with my fitness goals. So, you know I shared with you guys episode 1 my story, right? And back then in like 2015, when I was working with a bodybuilding coach, I was following a bodybuilding diet. Something that I would never recommend for you guys or the women that I work with because it's not realistic, it's an, and it's not sustainable. And it was just a meal plan. And that is why something, that is why I'm so against meal plans and like giving, like handing you, if I'm going to work with you, a meal plan, because it's so fixated on maybe like six different food uh, items when there is a plethora of food items that you could learn about, understand, read the labels, no portion sizes that you can incorporate into your you know, routine and that's why I love macros so much. But back in my beginning of my journey, I was following literally like a like a freaking email, like here's your six meals for the day. And it was it got it got me results. It got me sixteen in bodybuilding, but it ain't sustainable and it's not realistic. It was the same shit. Egg 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 whites, uh chicken, ground beef, tilapia, rice, sweet potatoes. It is it was very bodybuilding and bro diet esque, right? So counting macros isn't what got me the results following a bodybuilding diet is what got me quick you know those stage results but learning macros is what gave me results for the long term okay and why i still had the results i do now eight years later is because i've learned macronutrients and tracking macronutrients but this is the funny part these are things that i wish i knew when i was like taking that transition away from just like following a meal plan and bodybuilding stuff To learning macronutrients and tracking macronutrients all of the different uh, opportunities of food that I had now at my fingertips. And it was a rough go, guys. It was rough. Like for the first couple of months, I threw in the towel, maybe at least like a handful of times. And to the same, you know, reason why a lot of you guys do too as well. It's hard at first. It's not like something that you or me, or uh, like, I would expect you to know in a week's time and be able to boom, bang, done, like track all of your food in one day without any frustration or any mistake. There was a a good, decent amount of months. I don't remember how many, but I remember the time frame right? Back in 2017 to 2018. And then after that a little bit, because I did a show in 2018. So I had to go back to the bodybuilding diet stuff. So I there was a, time, a period of time uh, that I struggled. And like I said, I, threw, I wanted to throw in a towel a couple of times. And, and mainly, I, I remember vaguely standing in my kitchen and, you know, trying to weigh all the food and getting frustrated because the macros weren't aligning at the top. And like, I'd be over 20 grams of carbs and I'd be under in five or like, you know, I'd be under in fats and then I'd be over in protein and then vice versa, on different days. And I was like, man, this is so freaking hard right but you know one of my biggest mistakes that I did and what I preach to this day so we can just start getting into these um with that little story there so you guys can just know like too like why I share that with you is like you are not alone and so these are the things and when I bring myself back to that point I'm like I wish I knew all of these things when I first started. Therefore, you know, if you're just starting out on your journey and you want to know macronutrients, like macronutrients literally is a skill set that we're serving for the rest of your life. It is not another diet. It's not, you know, here's your meal plan and follow this. You literally have so much opportunity with food. You get to enjoy your food. You're not restricting yourself if you want anything, as long as it fits into your numbers for the day. It's a numbers game. It's science. It's literally just science. Okay, right? So, um, one of the first things I wish that this is one that tripped me up and why I was standing in the kitchen being like, damn, I'm over 20 grams and I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I don't know what to do. Like It's frustrating. Why? Why can't I get it? What, what do I have to do? Like, like, it just was so frustrating and it happened a lot. So the biggest mistake that I was making is I was literally planning my days as a day went on. So I would track my breakfast after I was done eating my breakfast. I would track my lunch after I was done eating my lunch. I would track my snack and my pre-workout afterwards. And so by the end of the day, I had to scramble with making some weird ass concoctions of what was going to fit the rest of my macros instead of planning ahead. I cannot stress this number one mistake and importance that I learned enough because I see so many women doing this. They start tracking their macros and they start playing they do it all throughout the day. So by the end of the day, you're in the same boat that I was, you're 20 grams over on carbs, you're 50 grams over in fats, you're 50 grams under protein because you consumed all of these fats and carbs that you thought also had protein in it. And you forgot that you need to just have like lean sources of protein to figure out how to get more protein in that doesn't have fats or carbs into it. Right. So at the end of the day, you're frustrated and I get it. And it's because you're not planning ahead. And I can say that because that was me too. And I did this for a long enough time, to extremely frustrated. Like where I said, I wanted to just like throw in the towel until I was like, one day I was like, you know what? I need to freaking plan ahead. I need to plan my meals in advance. I need to plan everything the day before. That way I'm not making mistakes the day of with being over or under, right? And so that I can be successful in hitting the numbers I'm supposed to be hitting. And I cannot tell you guys how much of a game changer that was. I sat down the night before. I planned out my breakfast. I usually have like five or six meals a day. I planned out my breakfast. I planned out my snack. I planned out my lunch, my pre-workout, my post-workout, and dinner, right? Or like nowadays, I just have breakfast, lunch, pre-workout, post-workout, and a dinner. And I planned all of these the night before. So what I would do is like, okay, here I'm going to, what proteins am I going to have? Because I was the most important macronutrient that at first I didn't know how to hit. I know I knew at this point, right? At this point in my journey, what foods consisted of protein, but I wanted to learn how to incorporate new things in my plan rather than just following a freaking meal plan. Okay, so I was like, okay, what am I? What is what is the protein I'm going to hit for the day? And I would literally put that in all five or six of my meals. And usually it was like around like 20, 25 grams of protein. It, it, this is the way I would do it, right? Whatever your your goal to hit in protein is for the day, divide that by how many meals you're going to have in a day and then have that as your target number. Now you don't have to be perfect. I want to talk about them this, this in a second. Have that as your target number for those five or six meals, okay? And then, you know, put in the foods that you're going to have. So like egg whites, Um, then I would have like Greek yogurt, which is literally something that I could never have when I was bodybuilding. Um, That was one of my favorites. The concoction was freaking uh, Greek yogurt, frozen fruit, which is another thing that I didn't have bodybuilding, and peanut butter. Oh, it was so freaking good. (laughs) My mouth is like watering right now. But anyway, so I put in all the protein that I was going to eat, right? The next step that I would do is like, okay, Now, what am I going to have carb-wise? So I'll put all my carbs in and then literally just take, again, another tactic is take that number that you're going to have with that's your goal target for carbs that day and just divide it by uh, five or six, whatever, how many meals you eat. Same thing with fats. And so you just log everything the day before and that way the next morning or even the night, that night, you can put all your food in the Tupperware, you can get all your food prepared and it's in the fridge for you to just grab in the morning, put it in your lunchbox and go literally. Okay. And then at that point, you're so set up for success that no, like, oh, do you want to grab lunch? Or, you know, should we go out and grab some food? It's like, no, dude, I have my my food. I I worked hard to do this, (laughs) right? I I planned my meals. I packed my meals. So like that right there, if you are learning macronutrients or trying to get into macronutrients, I can tell you guys, that was one of the biggest things that was so frustrating to me, was that I was over or under all of the time every single day at the end of the day because I was tracking as I was going during the day. So make sure that you plan ahead. Hey guys, real quick, if you're interested in taking your body to the next level, lose body fat, build more muscle, feel more confident, do it alongside one of our 30 plus professional coaches. Work one-on-one with her to eliminate all of the guesswork that you may have And all you need to do is just do the work that she tells you to do to get to those goals of yours. Now to learn more, click the link below this podcast and apply to our VIP program right now. You know, it's what's that saying? Uh, Plan to fail, or no, fail to plan, plan to fail. It's so true. Okay, so plan ahead, you guys. And that way you're not over or under with your macronutrients and you're already set to go. You're hitting them plus or minus five. OK, so that brings me into perfection. You don't have to be perfect if you were trying to track macronutrients. Start slowly. So, you know, maybe uh, for you guys, if you're if this is where you're at and you're like, you know, you, you know, the number one that I just talked to is something you have to work on, then work on that. Let's say that you've never done macronutrients before, right? So remember, I had like an understanding of it because I did the bodybuilding world. So I knew some things that had protein, fats, and carbs. Or let's say you don't know what food is made up of or like what consists of what, right? Like what is carbs? What is fats? What is protein? And where do I find that in food groups? So trying, this is where progress over perfection comes in uh, or not trying to be perfect, and just making progress to perfection comes into play, and actually a couple of different scenarios here that are popping up into my head. But number one is like, okay, you're learning to track macronutrients. Let's not track all three of them right out of the gate because if you try to do that, you're going to be frustrated, and you're going to be like, well, why can I have you know um, these carbs and these fats, but I can't hit my proteins? Because you're probably having like protein bars that have a shit ton of carbs and fats in them, and you don't have a, a very limited amount of protein in it. So like you're, you're, you're probably getting frustrated. Like, why can't I have all these things? So just focus on protein or yeah, just focus on protein. Don't just focus on carbs and fats. Just focus on hitting your protein number. That's it. Just focus on hitting your protein number for the first like two weeks and then gradually increase the number of uh, carbs and fats that you start tracking, right? It is a marathon, not a sprint. You don't have to know how to track macronutrients if you've never tracked macronutrients before, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, in the first seven days, okay? It is literally, you don't need to be perfect, okay? It's progress or perfection in this scenario here. Um, Another one is, is like, when I say to track macronutrients, I always tell my women and ladies that you wanna be plus or minus five uh, with each given macronutrient. So what I mean by that is like, you know, let's say you have a target number of protein for 130 grams in a day, you can have plus or minus five of that, and you will fall so easily in the plus or five minus category, and that's okay. And then same with carbs and with fats. And then there's some people that even argue too that your carbs and your fats can fluctuate as long as you're hitting your overall caloric number. And I believe that too as well. I don't want to get too complicated because I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, how would I be able to do that? Look, if you're more advanced, it's way more easier to be able to learn how to do that. But I would say just learning to hit plus or minus five in each of your categories and with each of the target numbers that you're focusing on. Okay. Um, And then another one is like progress over, like don't stress on being perfect. It's okay to have days where you go over or under your macros as long as you aim to hit the targets most of the time. Right. So like just getting into macronutrients, it's going to be a little frustrating for us like I've already established until you really like feel comfortable taking off your training wheels like think about it in that analogy you're riding a bike okay and think about how hard it is to ride a bike at first it's the same thing with macronutrient it takes time up front it takes time effort practice you know determination to learn this but i can tell you guys that it is so rewarding learning all the things that you learn when you know all the opportunities that you have with food and you literally do not have to restrict one single thing but it comes with putting this time, work, dedication, practice into it with learning macronutrients. And so, you know, some days when you're first starting out, let's say it's the first three weeks to four weeks, and you're, you know, you really are trying and you're putting in the work, but some days you're falling short. And that's okay. You don't have to be perfect when you're just trying to figure all of this stuff out. So if you are going under your macronutrients or over your macronutrients, maybe more than the plus or minus five in your first entry stages, that is okay. And I want you to know that's okay. It's not that you're failing if you're doing that. You're, I would say at the end of the day, reflect on how you can get a little bit closer to your target numbers. But as long as you are hitting your target numbers majority of the time, then you are winning, right? Okay, so like, if you go under or over, don't get hard on yourself and beat yourself up, um, and say that I can't track macronutrients. Like what I love to say to people, and listen to me loud and clear, because I have said this so many times to women who come to me and they're like, tracking macros is so freaking hard." And I was like, "Well, have you tried to track macros?" And they'd be so in some scenarios are like, "No," and I'm like, "Well, then how do you know it's really hard?" right and then another scenario some people will be like yes i'd be like well how long have you tried they said a week and i'm like look i get it it's learning something completely new but you guys think about the reward that you're going to get from it and yes at the beginning it's going to be a little hard but it's only as hard as you make it okay if you are dedicated to what you want to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish why you want to accomplish them and you want to have uh the ability to have no food restrictions along your journey then this is your answer." And so you have to go towards the answer and learning anything new or changing something up that you've never thought that you were able to do before, like introducing carbs and people say the carbs is terrible. Yeah, your mind's going to play with you at it, but it's only as hard as you make it. Okay, so put the effort in, do the work, but don't stress on being perfect. Okay, so those are the first two things. Plan ahead, don't stress over perfection. And then another one is being patient, like you saw, like the first two is like some in those some scenarios, like it can be frustrating at times. You could want to throw in the towel, and you could your patience is seriously tested. Counting macros, you guys, as I've already established this with you on this podcast, and will continue forever here on now as I share what macronut how the benefits of macronutrients. But tracking and counting is a long term commitment, and it can take you time to get used to tracking your food and hitting your macros consistently. But as long as you are putting in the time and effort and you actually are and you're not just saying that you are doing half ass work, you actually are doing it. If you're doing it for consistently for like a month, guess what? You're going to be after a month's point and you actually putting in the work and trying, you're going to be a little bit faster and better than you were at week one. And then guess what happens It all compounds? So come to week or come to month three guess what? You're a little bit faster and better than you were at month one. And then you're pretty significantly better and faster than you were at week one. And then the same thing happens at six months. And then the same thing happens at one year. And then let me tell you guys now to this day, like, I don't even have to think twice about food or numbers or what is on my plate or tracking and spending time tracking. I can literally sit in my fitness pal midday, track all of the food that I had just so I know where I'm at for the rest of the day and be solid. And it's under minutes time. I should even do something that, like, ch- like a time challenge of how fast I could track my food in one day, like, right, for one day, right? No joke. It doesn't, it doesn't take me much time anymore, where at the beginning, you really have to put your patience to test because it's a long-term commitment. And at first, like I've already established, it's a little bit of time, it's time commitment, time consuming, but the more time you do it, the easier and faster you get at it. Guaranteed, guaranteed, life on it. I know it because eight years later I'm here and I know it because the thousands of women that are putting in the work and doing this work and learning these methodologies with macronutrients and tracking their food are in the same boat after like two, three years of doing it. And two, three years, there's women inside of Warby that have been with us that long, okay? So be patient, okay? So we've talked about don't stress over perfection. Well, uh, Plan how is the first one, don't stress over perfection. Be patient. Another one, which I wish I knew at the beginning of my journey was um, adjusting your macros as needed. So like the first set of numbers that you may start to play with with your body or like your coach gives you is not like your end all be all macros that you like live with for the rest of your life. Your macros are going to be adjusted as needed as you continue with fat loss, as you continue with different stages, right? If you guys want to learn all of the different fat loss, maintenance, uh, building, being a surplus, like all the different things when it comes to changing your body composition along with like an understanding that with macros, I don't remember what episode it is, but I spoke an hour long episode on that. And it's so good. It's golden. It gives you a newfound you know, respect for changing your body composition, understanding the different phases that you do have to go in. And you will have to do that multiple times. It's not just one deficit. And that's it's not just one go at whatever your starting macros are, they need to be adjusted as your body changes, your results change to speed up a little bit more progress, take away some things, right. And then when you're done at a cut, it's like, okay, let's start adding in more food yet stay relatively the same, uh, with the results that you saw with your cut, but let's just get your your uh, caloric number up and your macros up, right? So they your macros need to be adjusted over time. And that's something that like at the beginning of my journey, I was like, oh, cool. These are just my numbers I'm going to sit with. And then like three weeks, in, I'm like, why am I not seeing anything, right? Or four weeks in. And that's like, uh, listen to those weeks. It's not just after one week and you're gonna be like oh boof i'm seeing tons of results it could be three four five weeks for your body to get adjusted to these macronutrient numbers and then for you to start seeing the progress so no like i, I was like oh, okay you know why am i not seeing anything and then i didn't know to to adjust right and to like pull down macros and maybe play with energy expenditure at this time um with like what I was doing in the gym to, you know, increasing intensity there. And that will help with breaking through anything with, uh you know, progress that I want to see and then pulling macros down a little bit. So it truly is just you uh, altering some things. And, and it's not a big drastic difference in like, oh, so maybe Nikki's like, okay, say that I need to drop my macros, like from like 100 or 200 carbs to like, 130. That's not what I'm talking about. It's literally the smallest little tweaks of like 125 calories, whatever that would be in macros. Usually it's always fats and 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 carbs that you're pulling down uh, when you're trying to go deeper into like a little bit of a deficit so you can see fat loss. Um, but it's not drastic. It's literally like 125, maybe 150, maybe max like 200 calories that you're pulling down. Um, and it's a combined combination of fat, carbs and fat. So you just know like your starting macros are not your forever macros. That's what I really just want to pinpoint with that point that I wish that I knew when I first started counting macros is like macros only need to be adjusted as you're progressing and as you go through different stages with changing your body composition and building more muscle, okay? So don't get attached to these are your starting macro numbers and you follow them for six months. That's sometimes not the case and they need to be adjusted throughout. Another one that just pops into my head right now is seeking professional guidance. I'm not kidding. So when I was making that transition from bodybuilding world to learning about, I, like, I, I can't tell you guys how many times I argued with my bodybuilding coach just like learning what macronutrients were. And he was like, absolutely not. And then I went on to learn about macronutrients. and I went on to then use macros for competitors. And I was like, damn, man, there's just a whole nother world. Um, but when I switched from bodybuilding, um, and that, you know, restrictive plan that I shared with you guys to more, uh, opportunity with food and learning all of the op- abundance of food that I had, um, I hired a, co- and the wanting to learn how to track macronutrients. I hired, I think I did like, I had two macro coaches, I had two macro coaches so there's no shame. Like I'm a coach, certified, all the stuff. It's there's no shame to have for a coach to have a coach. And I shared with this uh, the eight benefits of having a coach in a couple previous episodes. Um, but I was able to buy his their mistakes, their professional uh, advice on macros, their tactics, their techniques, their lessons learned, like all of the things. And having that and seeking that professional guidance. It saved me time in learning macronutrients. I was able to accelerate my ability to understand macronutrients way faster because I had somebody giving me insight into my day-to-day of how I was doing things. And so that's why like that's why I think that the fifth point is so important to seek professional guidance. If you're unsure about how to count macros or you need help, um, learning about all of the abundance that you have with food and the opportunity that you have with food and and not you know, feeling like you have to live in restriction, consider working with a coach who has this professional background so that they can guide you in the right direction. And that is what Warrior Babe is all about. Our VIP one-on-one coaching, we're going to help you understand macronutrients. If you've never tracked macronutrients before, we're going to help you with what I said earlier with just like Um, not stressing over perfection and starting pretty slow and just focusing on protein and then letting the other things kind of fall, but hitting an overall caloric number. That's like phase one of like, if nobody's ever tracked macronutrients before. But most importantly, the coach is going to still guide you along the way with adjusting your macros and all of these things that you can pretty much learn to accelerate yourself faster, right? And the results that you want, but also in the understanding and learning that you're going to get with this, with macronutrients. Okay, so that was number five. Then the last one that I wanted to say, and I actually wanted to say this a little bit earlier, um, but it, you guys, because when I say like you have an abundance with food and you have um, opportunity with so much food, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I can fit in ice cream and pizza and burgers and like all of this, like on pro, like the bad shit, the processed shit," and that's not what it's about. So I'm I'm a firm believer that macros will give you if you're eating the right stuff like if you're eating whole food you're gonna feel so freaking good so you need to learn I think that I guess what I'm trying to say the fifth one is like learn how to read food labels but also um, learn to know that there's a balance when you're tracking macronutrients it's not just like all of the foods that you want to have it's like you still have to have some discipline with eating whole food and healthy food and um, having like almost like an 80-20 balance, right? Every single night at the end of the night, I have chocolate because that fits into my numbers and it, it still gives me that sense of like um, fulfillment. Like I'm not restricted. Like I can have chocolate whenever I want to. I can have ice cream whenever I want to, but it's all about balance. So yeah, balance, reading your food labels, understanding that, I guess it's just in number six. Don't just go and like make all of your food uh, logs and that's another thing too, is like, you want to make sure you are using a, a tracking device. Uh, so that could be like number seven. Now I feel like I'm going all over the place with the last one uh, with number six, but most importantly is, is like, okay, so majority of your meals throughout the day, whole foods, nutrition, dense foods, you're not having like, a, a like three protein shakes and like two protein bars or like two protein bars and one shake. Like, You should limit those to like two a day. So one protein shake, one protein bar Um, or two protein bars, or I wouldn't even have two protein bars or two shakes. I would have one shake and one protein bar if needed, Uh, because the thing with those, you guys, is uh, they don't have all the nutrients inside of a protein shake and a protein bar that you would find from Whole Foods. And um, like nutrient dense foods, right? Like, you know, vegetables and sweet potatoes and oatmeal and rice and, um, you know, I'm thinking some uh, like a shit ton of foods that you could, that would be a whole, considered a whole food as opposed to like just a protein shake. There's more nu- nutrient value in you making foods that are uh, from the grocery store rather than just getting a quick process snack from, you know, your gas station or something like that. So make sure that your majority of your food is um, the whole foods. And then, you know, then you want to have some like uh, cinnamon toast crunch comes to my head because I literally have this the other day when I was at my parents' house and it fit perfectly into my macros. I had a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch with unsweetened almond milk and it was so freaking good. And so, but I'm not having that every single day, right? Um, I'm having it in balance when I'm just like craving something and you don't want to restrict yourself because it's not the world of macronutrients. You want to give yourself that craving because as soon as you have it and you, it's in moderation and it's not like a shit ton of it, it fits into your plan, then you're going to feel fulfilled and you're going to feel that craving go away. And you're not going to feel like you have to, you know, have it all of the time. It's there. It's satisfied. That feeling is satisfied and it's gone. For me, I really enjoy having the chocolate every single night because it's like a wind-out thing. It fits. It's the dove chocolate, dark chocolate, and it's the ones with the red wrappers, um, and I get like a shit ton from Amazon, but it just, and I only have like two or four pieces, and that's the thing, you guys, it's not like I'm having like 10 pieces or 12 pieces or 20 pieces, I'm having two to four pieces, and that's enough for me, so making sure that, you know, you understand that you can have the foods that you want. You can enjoy the foods that you want in moderation and in balance, right? You can't go and have an entire bag of dove chocolate because it's totally not in alignment with your goals and what you want to accomplish. So it's like, okay, two to four is enough. It's going to curb my craving. And I don't want any more than that because going outside of that is away from what I'm trying to accomplish for myself. Okay. So those are the six things that I wish that I knew when I started counting macros, you guys. And I hope that that helped you. Again, just uh, plan ahead. Don't stress over perfection. Be patient, learning and understanding that your macros will adjust over time. Uh, seek professional guidance if you need it. It will seriously accelerate your understanding of macros and your results. And then, lastly, know how to read food labels, know to have whole foods versus processed foods, and learning to live in balance with yourself and not feeling like, you know, here I am on another diet, and I'm restricting this because I can't have it. It's like you can have it when you're tracking and learning macronutrients. It's all just about balance and moderation and making sure it's within your target numbers for the day, okay? It's all just science, guys. Literally, it's all just science, and I thank God that I learned this world of macronutrients. And I learned more about food. And I have such a healthy, profound respect for food. And I get to eat a shit ton of it now, which is amazing. Because when I first started my journey and was first doing bodybuilding, it was literally like I was eating like a damn bird. And I'm somebody that loves food. Like I love food. So now getting to have what I want, when I want it, all in balance, all in alignment with my goals. It just makes me so happy. And I want the same thing for you guys. And I want you to learn all of the things around macronutrients, because again, it's a skill set that will serve you for the rest of your life. It's not another diet. So hope you guys enjoyed those things. I truly hope that they help you, especially if you're just starting out on your journey and you're like, man, these are all good nuggets to know and to incorporate and to know that like, I'm not failing and all of this stuff. So I hope they helped you. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out. Real quick, the only ask I could ever have of you guys is to help spread the word so we can help more women lose body fat, build muscle, reach their goals, and feel insanely confident. And the only way we can do that is if you rate, review, and share this podcast. So the single thing I ask for you to do is if you could leave a review. It will take you 10 seconds and it will mean the absolute world to me and may change the world of someone else.